Hello and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Ashley. And I'm Matt. And today we're going to talk about a new movie. It's called See How They Run. We are a few weeks late on this, but it's a new movie out. We just saw it last weekend. And it is set in the early 1950s. It is a fictional murder mystery set around the real-life production of The Mousetrap, which is a play written by Agatha Christie that has been playing in the West End of London for the last 70 years. And it stars uh, Saoirse Ronan as Constable Stalker and... Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell, thank you, (laughs) as Inspector Stoppard. And they are two of uh, the Met's finest who are uh, on the case of the murder of an American film producer played by Adrian Brody. And so there are suspects galore. And if you're an Agatha Christie fan, there's a lot of Easter eggs in this as well. Yeah, I have a feeling that your enjoyment of this movie may depend largely on your enjoyment of Agatha Christie novels or... Um, just, you know, detective fiction from the golden age, you know, back in the forties and fifties and thirties. Um, I happen to love those things. So this was right up my alley. So I really, really enjoyed this movie. It's kind of a spoof on those kinds of mysteries as well, a bit, um, kind of like Knives Out is, but Knives Out is much, you know, more modern and, and more meta or yeah, a little more, um, Snarky? I don't know if that's yeah, word, yeah. You're you're right. Uh, this this has kind of a more love for the original, um, you know, golden age detective fiction, um, and is it's therefore I don't know might be described as a little old fashioned, a little creaky by some people, um, but I actually really like this. Um, I thought you know the acting was really good. I really love Saoirse Ronan. I think everything I see her in, I just love her from, you know, I think the first time I saw her was probably Brooklyn, which is one of my favorite movies. And then, you know, Lady Bird and Little Women, everything she does, I just love. And I I love her and she's great in this. Um, But the cast, you know, the entire cast I thought was really good. Um, And it's, it's a colorful movie. I've, I've heard several people refer refer to it as kind of a Wes Anderson like looking film and it there are elements of that but it's not quite to that extreme but uh but yeah it looks good it's just fun I know what did you think yeah no I enjoyed this um I do feel like my love of old you know classic British mysteries of Agatha Christie stories and of also now there's a personal connection that I have and, and you know you might have it too if you've ever been to London's West End and been to see this play then I think you would also have an extra appreciation of sure. it um, and so yeah I mean so it's this weird this is one of those things where like I, I'm glad you you mentioned earlier what you did about like you will love this if you know whatever mm-hmm. I'll also say that you may not be quite as into it if this is not your jam mm-hmm. you know um so I'm going to give it a higher score when we're done with the caveat that this is a very personal higher score. So that said, yeah, no, Susha Ronan is great in this. I think she is the best part about this movie as far as acting is concerned. I like Sam Rockwell. He does an okay enough job. But I had to double check. I mean, Sam Rockwell's American. <laughs> because when I saw this movie that they cast him, I'm like, oh, so Sam Rockwell British? And I just never knew it. But no, he's American. And after, as I was watching it, 
I'm like, mm, so he sometimes has a British accent and sometimes it just kind of disappears. And <laughs> so his accent was a little wonky. Um, it's just got a good uh, supporting cast. So you have like Harris Dickinson, who, uh, uh, let's say the super dishy Harris Dickinson, he plays Richard Attenborough. So Richard Attenborough is a, a director and an actor. Um, probably more modern audiences know him as the the old man who is the creator of Jurassic Park in the Jurassic, first Jurassic Park movie. But, you know, he was also in The Great Escape. And look, now look, Richard Attenborough was a very talented man. But even in his prime, <laughs> he was not as handsome as Harris Dickinson. But, you know, that's, that's fine. That's fine. I've always joked that, you know, if they ever make a movie in my life, they like cast Denzel Washington or something. But, um, you know, so he, you know, it's got like real life kind of people thrown in. It's got a, a good, you know, set of suspects as well. Um, it's, I will say that there are casting choices made that are interesting. Mm-hmm. And I think I read something after we saw it for the, the director had said he wasn't all that interested in realism. So, he, and I, so I, I was like, okay, but there is, so Adrian Brody, like I mentioned earlier, is, is the murder victim. He's an American producer and he gets killed fairly early on, but we do see him throughout the movie in flashbacks. There's someone he's shown kind of a, a working with who's also a suspect, um, who's a, 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 like a screenwriter and he is played by a black actor. And I remember thinking, so when you showed up on screen, I'm like, oh, so I, and nobody bats an eyelid about, it. nobody says anything about his race or whatever. And then this is set in like 1953. So I remember thinking, like, I didn't know. I said, maybe 1953 England was super progressive. <laughs> uh, and that was okay. I, I, I didn't know, right? And then one of the other suspects is a, a, is a white guy. And he has a, a black office secretary who he is having an affair with. And no, but that never gets brought up, the, her, her, her race. And so I was like, oh, wow, England must have been really super progressive back then. <laughs> and then we get toward the end. And this is, uh, we, you know, we're not going to talk about, we're not going to spoil the ending or who did it or whatever. But there, uh, toward the end, we see Max Malvin, who, if, if you're not an Agatha Christie fan, that was Agatha Christie's husband, I think her second husband. Second husband. But she was married to him a long time. Um, just so we're clear, Max Malvin was a white man. <laughs> uh, the actor playing Max Malvin and this is a black guy. <laughs> I was like, whoa, what? Like, uh, and then it kind of dawned on me. I'm like, oh, so they are not going like, for realism at all here. Uh, I was like, oh, okay. All that said, what's kind of odd is that they do make a big deal about the fact that Saoirse Ronan is a woman on the police force. Mm. I mean, there, there's a whole scene devoted to it. Right. Um, like her, Sam Rockwell, and then I don't know the actor's name, but he's playing like the police commissioner. They're, they're both in the police commissioner's office. And I mean, he makes, he makes it clear. He's like, I publicly, I am all about, you know, women in the workforce and, on the on the police force and you know treat her right blah 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 and there's a later scene where 
she makes an offer to like get the commissioner some tea and he's like don't don't do that if you want to be seen as equal don't do that blah, blah, blah. um so i'm like so we're making we're making a big deal about it's 1953 and Saoirse Ronan's a woman on the police force but i guess we're just not paying attention to people's ethnicity like i, I don't know i that was and that took me out of the movie in the sense of like i'm like oh so this is a 2022 movie set in 1953 <laughs> i was like okay okay yeah it's so it's so bizarre to me in, in this, in this fantasy world of this movie, um, the racial realities of 1950s England apparently don't exist or are very different. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, but yet the, you know, the, the sexism is still there. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so odd. And I, you know, I have, I have no problems with casting, um, black actors, um, but if you cast them in this way, it one thing it does is it um, brings me out of the movie immediately because I I know <laughs> as soon as that guy introduced himself as Max Malamon, I was like, wow, <laughs> <laughs> Max Mal Agatha Christie did not marry a black man. I'm sure, but this would have been the scandal to end all scandals um, at the time. So. It's just it just kind of ignores the racial realities of this time period, and it takes me out of the movie. And I'm thinking about that rather than the plot, yeah. which I think, from a casting standpoint, has got to be something you question, right? I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, aside from that, um, I thought the movie was pretty enjoyable. The, there, so this mystery that they're solving um, is is okay. It, it wasn't like one of the you know big. Agatha Christie stunners, right, of an ending um, where it's just a you know total shock. But it was it was it was interesting and, and surprising and um, and and fine. I think it it, it worked um, okay in 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 this movie. And 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 in, yeah, the mousetrap is a, is a nice backdrop to all of this, and it kind of informs the action. And so I I appreciated that as well. Yeah, and this movie does a good job too with not ruining the. Um, plot points of the mousetrap. Well, there are a couple of plot points about it that, mm-hmm. that it talks about, but it doesn't reveal who the killer is in the mousetrap. I mean, the mousetrap has been playing for 70 years. There is a clause and they talk about it in, in see how they run mm-hmm. that Agatha Christie had where she's like, nobody, you can't make like a major motion picture about the movie or a, an adaptation of it until it stops running. And right. uh, it hasn't stopped running. Right. Um, so, you know, you and I were in London this summer uh, with our friends Calvin and Jess, and we went and saw this play with them. Mm-hmm. And so that's sort of an extra neat thing that I like about this movie because of that connection. Mm-hmm. Now, for the, it, the for the play's first 20 years, it was in, I forget the name of the theater, but it was not in the theater we saw it in. Right, it was uh, next door. Yeah. Right? So since 1972, it's been, I think, at St. Martin's mm-hmm. um, Theater, uh, which is where we saw it. Oh, it, what was interesting, though, so when I was watching this movie... The interior certainly looked different than where we were at because it was a different theater, mm-hmm. much much bigger actually. But uh, the exterior looked like our theater, mm-hmm. and I did read afterward that for whatever reason they just did the uh, probably because 
the exterior for the St. Martin's Theater is already set up for it, but they'd film the exteriors there. Because I remember seeing like exterior establishing shots, and I was like, that looks like, I remember like standing in, in, outside that theater, like, huh. And so, yes, that is St. Martin's we see. Yeah. Um, I think the costume design in this is quite good. The production design is good. Um, you know, aside from casting choices aside, I did really feel like I was back in early 1950s, you know, England. I mean, not that I was ever there, but, you know, for what I imagine it was like. Um, and I, I found the mystery very, what I would call serviceable. Mm-hmm. It doesn't set the world on fire. It, it's, and I don't know how many more mysteries these days can do that. Cause Agatha Christie kind of ran through them all in her long career. Um, but I found it very serviceable. Um, I thought with everything, it, it was, I, what, one thing I don't like about modern mysteries, um, is a lot of people kind of make fun of the mystery genre when they do new mysteries and they kind of treat them as a joke because I don't know why, but it's like, we can't take, I feel like there's this idea that we can't take a mystery plot seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they make it kind of a joke up to and including the reveal of who done it. And I just kind of groan at that. This movie doesn't do that. This movie, Amy, you mentioned earlier is very kind of loving of that genre. Uh, this is very much an homage to that. And when the reveal happens, they explain it and it's like, okay, this makes sense. You know, um, I understand. And yeah. So, um, yeah, I, 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 not much more I have to say about it, but I really quite liked it. Yeah, I, I don't have much more to say either. I loved it. What would you give it out of 10? Uh, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. I would give it an 8 as well. Cool. Uh, again, with the caveat, your mileage may vary. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that is See How They Run. Um, thank you all for listening. Thank you. Thank you.